It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Tuesday, August 16th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Good day. Good day. This is kind of weird, but every single person I've chatted to with the last couple of days is all talking about how tired they are. Like, and it's huh. people who don't normally say, you know, like there's sometimes people who oh, tired all the time. But no, it's <laughs> like people who are normally not saying that, but are just like, no, I'm I'm tired. No, I'm really tired. No, I'm really gassed too. That's weird. There are some people who are tired all the time. All the time. There? Like yeah. real, just real low energy people. Really. Tired. <laughs> are you tired? Which to be fair, like, I feel like I'm sometimes one of those people, uh, although I'll never say it. I just like feel gas and it's because we were up so early so when there's like things that happen on late nights on week and weekend, yeah. weeknights rather i'm like yeah i'm not gonna do that i i found an old i don't know if it was a tweet or a facebook memory that came up or something where i had sworn off complaining about being tired yep. forever and i'm sure i haven't stuck to it perfectly but my, my point was basically that everybody is tired yes it's not a personality trait and also we live in a world with so many modern conveniences we don't have to like hunt our food yes and boil our water and stuff and chop wood so how tired are we really well there's you the know? people and i think you're referring to and, and me too like the people who it's their it's their personality trait it's what they like to they ascribe to you know they're the tired person they just yes. really own up to like no no i'm just i'm the i'm the tired person and you like why do you want to be yeah, that why does suck that suck all the energy out of the room yeah like, there's i know i know of like radio hosts that are like that that go on the air and complain about being tired and it's yeah. like it's our job to remind people that they're not tired. Yeah. Like that's. Yeah. Yeah. It's our job to get you through your day when you're. Imagine tired. us kicking off every show. How are you? Uh, tired. I'm tired. I don't want to be okay, here. I'm well, I'm not going to listen to you then. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. It's good. Why do you think everyone's tired right now? I think it's, it, it could it be the heat. That's the only thing I was thinking is like, I wonder if it's just this consistent warmth and heat, you know, that is making everybody a little more gassed than the normal. Could be that. The heat is draining. Yeah. Especially and if, if you don't have relief from it, it is draining. That's it. Like if you don't have air conditioning and... Have you, have you ever seen like really hot countries like in the Middle East and stuff where there's just people laying wherever they can find space? Yeah. Like they're just people laying around because it's, it's too hot. Well, in places where hot. it's particularly hot, people actually walk slower and it's intentional and it's because you burn less energy. So you are just trained, you know, to walk slower because you don't <laughs> want to burn your energy as fast. So... Yeah, it's quite funny. That is pretty funny. Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about how everyone has a podcast now. Mm-hmm. A prominent Canadian news anchor was abruptly let go. A eulogy for her. A bunch of jack dads at the beach the other day. We'll talk about that. Shauna went to the dentist. Not fun as an adult. Uh, an etymology. We're going to make CEOs sexy. They are not popular right now. No. We're going to talk about the stabbing of Salman Rushdie. Controversial author. Uh, first, you're out of context clip of the show. I'm not a scientist and I haven't studied bathtub farts. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I passed a car yesterday from the Northwest Territories and it had one of those sweet polar bear license plates on it. Those are wicked. They win the license plate game. Yep. Like there is not a license plate that's better than that. Nunavut's the polar bear too, I think, isn't it? I think Although, so, now that you mentioned it. you don't see cars from Nunavut because there's no way to drive from Nunavut to here, as far as I know. I don't actually know. I'm going to have to look that up. I don't believe you can drive to none of it from here. I'll look that up. Is there a fair? Anyway, uh, you know what's lame, though, is that they have one of those slogans on it. It says spectacular Northwest Territories. Mm -hmm. Is it? Can we get rid of the license plate slogan thing? Like, I think it's. Why do we have slogans on our license plates? None of them are good. (laughs) 
Are, not, are none of them good? Well, like, here it's Wild Rose Country. I oh, feel you like... You are in Wild Rose Country there, Cool, neighbor. but still, like, you know what I mean? I feel like we could have something better than that. I mean, Ontario's is the worst, I think. Yours to discover. That's what they put on that one. Really? Manitoba's is just friendly Manitoba. Mm-hmm. Yukon's might be the coolest one, They're Land friendly. of the Living Sun. There are friendly people in Manitoba. There's friendly people in Saskatchewan as well. As... Land of the Living Sun is Yukon? Yeah. And then Saskatchewan is Land of the Living Skies. Yes. Yes, which those ones are probably the two better ones because at least they have some sort of descriptor that sets you apart rather than just yours to discover. But it's yours. You figure it's it out. It's your Ontario. You go like and discover it. Yours. Deal with it yourself. Okay. <laughs> um, it's funny because Newfoundland doesn't have a slogan. And I'm like, you guys have it right. Although I looked it up and I guess they used to. Used to be Canada's happy province, which is pretty funny. That's a bad one. Yeah. That's a really bad one. Yeah, it's it's good that that one no longer exists. Uh, new- <laughs> I just pictured like a road rage incident there just- with those plates. <laughs> that's true. You're like, no, no, that's false. Oh. That is that is not right. Uh, let's take that right off that license plate. Uh, new Brunswick used to have one as well, but they no longer do either. Uh, again, probably good. Their old one, though, used to be B in this place. It was B dot 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 in this place that used to be the slogan on that's a bad one New too like, be, played, like be here be be in this that's place. worse than ontario's i think holy crap that's bad i get like, why they got rid of it this is what i'm saying like, why do we have these anymore what's the one in the states um oh oh it's new new hampshire it's on it's live free or die Oh, yeah. like, whoa. Okay. That one's a bit of a threat <laughs> like, that's there. That's pretty intense. Terrifying. Play, isn't it? That's terrifying as well. <laughs> but I mean, still, New Brunswick, be in this place. Be, Jesus. Okay, I am. Okay. Now what? That's it. You're here. Yeah, that's fine. You're good. <laughs> the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You mentioned in the news yesterday, but I was reading a bit more about the attack on Salman Rushdie. Yeah. It's crazy. If you don't know who Salman Rushdie is or why he's important, this is the quickest background I can give you. So he was he's an Indian-born British man, lives in the U.S. now. Uh, in 1988, he published a novel called The Satanic Verses, which some in the Muslim world felt was blasphemous. Mm-hmm. And as a result, he faced death th- threats and even a fatwa by Ayatollah Khomeini of Iran calling for his assassination. And then he went into hiding for years, but he cautiously emerged a few years ago And then this past Friday at a lecture in New York, he was attacked on stage. He was stabbed in the neck and the abdomen. I think he was stabbed 15 times or something. That's crazy. He survived. He's off a ventilator now, but he's said to have suffered life-changing injuries. And Iran hasn't claimed responsibility for the attack, but they said it was divine retribution for his words on Islam. And they blamed Rushdie himself and his supporters for the attack. Yeah, it's so crazy. When I was in university, we talked about Salman Rushdie and and because media courses and stuff and what happened to him. It's nuts. Like it is wild. Yeah, the fact that people just because of what he said in a book. I mean, you can't speak ill of Islam, right? In you're taking a risk for yeah. some of its most adherent believers, right? But mm-hmm. um, like the fact that Iran said this is his fault. His fault and his supporters, because like, well, he offended people, so what? He deserves to, to die. Yeah. But, like, I think it's that is part of the larger idea that like, if someone says something which offends the wrong group, anything that happens to them afterward is justified. Which is not true. They have said offensive words. Yeah. Like, I would be very alarmed to know how many people in in this country are looking at Rushdie and thinking, well, he had it coming. You know. 
I've yeah. never read the Satanic verses, but I I can't imagine anything that would be written in there that would warrant being stabbed a bunch. No, I mean that's the thing about religion, though it's nuts. Like I I, I think the majority of the people in this country would not feel that way, uh, but. I think you might be surprised, Sean, because we see it sometimes. We see it when somebody says something offensive, mm. and there doesn't seem to be any limit to right. You go what after punishment their house would... or their home or whatever, just for them saying the wrong words, and and probably some people hoping that physical violence would come to that person yeah, because they insane. have said something offensive. And I just, yeah, I don't think words ever deserve no. violence like that. And you're right, religion is a special one because. It's people hold it so sacred. Yeah, you just can't say anything negative about what someone believes, or you whatever happens to you, I guess, is warranted. Then I don't know, man. That's yeah, it's a bit scary. Not it. I think like I have. Like I said, I haven't read the Satanic verses. I haven't read a lot of Salman Rushdie before, no. but just the fact that he was willing to take a risk and like stand up for freedom of expression. I think I'm going to order a copy of the Satanic verses today and see what has everyone so fired up, and I will consider it. Money spent on celebrating freedom of expression. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We were just talking about Salman Rushdie and religion and freedom of expression. And uh, lest anyone think that we're getting too serious here on the show, let me ask you this, Shauna. Okay. Why do tub farts smell worse? Did you you fart in the tub yesterday and then just have have a real think about this? Surprisingly, it wasn't me. It was Brigham. Oh, okay. I was bathing Brigham. Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> yep. But let's not pretend that everyone doesn't know exactly what I'm talking about mm-hmm. here. Everyone knows. Tub you don't farts. have to blame it on your, your kid. You can you can admit that it was you anyway. At some point, it's definitely been me. Yeah. Yes. It was not last night. It was not me sure. that inspired this conversation. Sure. But okay. okay. Yeah, that's fine. What is, what is it about tub farts? Why do they smell worse? Well, uh, I looked into this a little bit. The water, is the water an accelerant? Well... When you think about it, first of all, underwear absorbs a lar- large part of your fart. That's so gross. you get to not smell it as badly That's because of that. That's super gross. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Uh, whereas, I guess, in the tub, there's none of, none of the things to absorb it, so it goes straight. And then when you think about it, it's more concentrated and comes right up into your nostril because you're in a small space like that. So, The water doesn't act as a filter? Well... What about like a like a water bong or a hookah? No, like, I think... Where it filters out the smoke a bit. Again, I don't know the science behind this. I'm not a scientist. And I haven't studied bathtub farts. Um, <laughs> is the tub like a bum hookah? But somebody says this as well. It says, when you fart in the air due to the diffusion, the fart and the normal air mix it up, so you smell less, you know? In water, though, the fart gas moves up the water bubble without mixing with the air, so when it comes to the surface, it's directly close to your nose, and you smell it worse. It comes screaming out of there. Just and it's like right instant, too. Boom. It's like there's no delay. Yep. It's like having a straight tube from your noose to, to your nose. <laughs> to your, what did you call it, your leather penny the other day? Your leather penny. From your leather penny, yeah. Straight I've just always wondered that. I've always wondered why it's... Leather penny right to your noggin. The water is right like a propellant. Schnoz. It's like an, an accelerant. So thank you for <laughs> thank you for your research here today. Well, I think I, I know what the out of context clip of the show is going to be today. I can't wait for <laughs> for the RIT people to go through the history of what I've been looking up today. Did you seriously just look at my bathtub farts are worse? I sure she did. Went from Salmon Rushdie to tub farts. Yep. Yeah, you're welcome, IT. 
<laughs> it starts and a with, load of this. It starts with a Z too. Did you spell it with a Z? Farts. No, I no. didn't. Oh, I should have. Probably didn't get good information. No, but it's true. I'm not a scientist. I don't study tub farts. <laughs> Sean Jefferson. That's your that's your epitaph right there. V and S in twenty minutes or less. So an article recently popped up talking about CEOs and why they make so much. And uh the article itself I was I was kind of interested in, but it was behind a paywall, so I couldn't read it. Oh. Uh, cool. All the responses, though, to this article were people just hating on CEOs. Yeah, yeah, not a popular time to be a CEO. Definitely not. No. Do you think the hate is deserved? Like, Do I think so? Yeah. No, I don't. Okay. I don't, because yeah. there are lots of people who make tons and tons of money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the way... I get it because the discrepancy between like CEO pay and the average worker pay is so great, and that's what makes people upset. And I think when you see companies that are like making money hand over fist, mm-hmm. and the CEOs are getting bonuses, but then the workers can't even get the slightest of raises, that's when people get pissed off. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's probably a pretty intense position. No kidding. And like the entire company and however many people are working are like following that person's lead and their vision. So I think. You know, so to attract the most skilled people, you probably do need to pay that much money. Yeah. Well, and and I mean, you look at athletes and people don't hate athletes for making that much money, but we hate the CEOs for doing it. And to be honest, I think the CEOs have a much harder job. I think so, too. You could and like you could be not even that good of an athlete relative to other professional athletes and still make a you can be like a a second line bum who's like a defensive liability and makes CEO money and no one bats an eye at that because people are willing to pay. Yes. So exactly. I don't, yeah, I don't really Mm -hmm. get the hate for it either. I think it's, it's lumped into this like anti-capitalist sentiment that's growing here, but it is a big thing. Like uh, the general consensus seems to be that people just dislike CEOs. Mm -hmm. I was thinking though, I mean, you and I are good at this. Maybe we could help. Oh, I see. I see. Maybe we could make CEOs Sexy. sexy. I got a huge bone us uh, this year. Oh damn it! I had that one too. <laughs> there are It's tough. It was tough. <laughs> it's a good one though. There aren't many. C E. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Merger. I hardly know her. <laughs> You're in charge, big boy. <laughs> you tell me what you want. Hmm. Should we think about some VP options for vice president? Oh, you like it on top, don't you? We got a message in front of the show, Roger, and he said most of the hatred towards CEOs and other executives comes from when they'll lay off a bunch of workers or cut back their hours. And the reason given is that there's a slowdown in business and they need to make cuts. And then the executives get raises and bonuses right after this. Hmm. And I agree. That is that is greasy. Um, You know, if if there's belt tightening going on in an organization, it should it should be for everyone. Um, he said also CEOs have seen their income steadily increase over the last few decades, whereas the lowly workers' wage have increased at a much lower rate. And that is true. The ratio of CEO pay to workers' wages has gone up substantially since, you know, the, since decades prior. So yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, these organizations are also just enormous, right? Like, I'll give you an example. The highest paid CEO in Calgary is Keith Creel, who is the CEO of CP Rail. And last year, he made $26.7 million, which is so much money. Yep. It's a phenomenal amount of money. It's absurd. But 
he oversees a company with almost 12,000 employees and revenues of $7 billion. So his salary is, yeah. you know, is, is pennies compared to what the company brings in. Mm -hmm. And if you also look at just in terms of like what the company does, I mean, like I said, people won't bat an eyelash at a pro athlete making $10 million a year. You know, Flames just signed Jonathan Huberto to eight years 80 some million dollars so he's going to make over 10 million bucks a year because he scored 115 points last year yep. whereas keith creel runs an enormous company that literally allows this country to function yeah and, and we've talked before about athlete salaries and the thing is is like i would much rather the athletes get it than the ceos how come because i feel like the athletes are the ones who are bringing in the business for the company so if you are the one who is making that company money then i think that you over a CEO just at the top. You're talking to about the CEO money. of a of a sports team? Yeah. Or? I, like, for example, when I look at that money made and people are like, well, athletes make way too much money, I always go, well, it's going to be them or it's going to be the higher-ups, right? The people above them. And I would it's rather... be the owners. Yes. So I'd rather... So I guess owner rather than CEO is who I'm thinking. But I was like, yeah, I would rather the people who are actually bringing in the money get the money over just some dude at the top that's like, oh, I'll take it instead, right? Yeah. I, I still think it's outrageous, the amount of money, period. But again, like, you know, the, that money is being made because we pay that, you know, to watch that entertainment. So That's true. And people keep paying it. So until, yep. until people stop going. Exactly. And people aren't going to stop going. No. Nope. Salaries would never come back that. in line. But I just, you know, like, if you ask me who provides more to the world, it'd probably be CP Rail. Totally. Then... Than the flames, an right? entertainment so, industry. Yeah, I would think so. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, even if let's say I, I did the math on this, so let's say that Keith Creel, instead of making twenty-six million dollars, made one million dollars. So if you're if you're a company that size and you're only offering one million dollars as a salary, which I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but you're not going to you're not going to attract the very very best candidates out there to help your company grow. No, you have to you have to be competitive, right? If you, you need took, a CEO and if you took that extra twenty five million dollars and spread it out evenly amongst the employees of CP Rail, each employee after taxes would get about depending on how much they make, would get about fifty bucks extra per check. So that's peanuts. It's peanuts when you're talking about an organization that big. So they have to they kinda have to pay I mean they don't have to pay people that much, but it's in line with what the, with with what people in that position are able to negotiate. So Again, it's supply and demand and it's remaining competitive. Yes, it sucks. And when you think about it that when you go, that is an insane amount of money, $26 million, but that is what CEOs make in that mm -hmm. position. And again, as you said, you want to attract a good CEO, you have to have a competitive wage, as insane as it sounds. Yeah. And like if you drop 20 bucks on a movie ticket to go see, you know, whatever blockbuster and the lead actor made 20 million bucks for that movie, nobody's, nobody's upset about that. I mean, we're kind of just but, used to it now is what's yeah. happening, right? Whereas then when we discover a new group of people who are making that much, we get mad again. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, well, that's new. So I don't like that either. Yeah. So I don't think I agree with that, but... I mean, it's a lot of money, no matter how you look at it. It is, it is a lot of money, and I, I think that's it's just the dollar amount that gets people fired up. But mm -hmm. anger and frustration doesn't seem to be spread equally throughout the people that make that much money, you know? No. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Yesterday, we were talking about the goat of nerds. Yes, we were. Uh, and when I was looking into this, one thing that came up was several definition, definitions about the difference between nerds and geeks. Uh, and it's I didn't true. know there was a difference, but 
Uh, there are several different definitions depending on who you ask, but the consistent theme seems to be that the geek is more like interested in a subject, while a nerd is like active in that subject. So, Interesting. Yeah. Like a geek might. I'm trying to use an example. So I'm I'm into Lord of the Rings, right? Like I might be a Lord of the Rings geek because I like I like to read the books and watch the films and stuff and mm -hmm. read about it. So, whereas like a nerd might be like a scholar of it, you yeah, know, goes so, deep and knows all really deep, kinds of stuff like, about it. Yeah, speaks the languages and stuff. I think that might be a fair definition. Totally. Uh, but in my travels, Shauna, I also came across etymology with Shauna. Oh yeah, the difference in the etymologies of these two words. Um, could you relay that to us? Totally. And I, we talked about the origin of the word geek a long time ago because this was familiar, but uh, I forgot and it's fascinating and not good. So a geek used to be a term to describe a carnival worker who was so unskilled that the only thing he could do to kind of draw a crowd was to bite the head off of live animals. <laughs> so he was known as a carnival worker and that was the only skill he had is that he... Couldn't do anything else. They're like, okay, we'll just take a live animal then and bite the head off of it. Just and that'll freak get, everybody out. I'll get the audience <laughs> going. So kind of seen as this like socially awkward person who just has zero skill, which not a great definition. No, and then the word's kind of been taken back by people who are like proud of the things yes. they're geeky about. Yes, so that's good because that wasn't good. Uh, and then the origin of nerd is a bit harder to trace back, but the first recorded example that people can find was from Dr. Seuss in the book If I Ran the Zoo. So one of the zoo creatures was this this old man who was called a nerd by Dr. Seuss. And then the next year after that, it randomly appeared in this Newsweek article, and they said that it was the latest slang to mean kind of what nerd now means. But it says, somebody who once would be called a drip or a square <laughs> is now regrettably a nerd, or in less severe cases, a scurve. Okay. A which, scurve. Also, I'm going to reuse that term. Scurve, scurve needs to come scurve. back. Also, a great name for an ass. I thought, look at the scurve on her. <laughs> drip means go. something else now, right? Isn't drip like jewelry? Yeah, like, uh, I think. Even extended clothes? Or I clothing don't know, of but, some sort. Or, yeah. yeah. But yeah, back then, that's hilarious. Drip, square, and then it became nerd or but scurve. But also scurve. I'll call someone a scurve and watch yeah. the puzzlement oh on their face. Oh, my God. You're such a scurve. Etymology. Shauna. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I was at the dentist last week, and I swear the dentist gets more and more horrible the older you get. <laughs> Do you notice this? My parents warned me about that when I was little. They're like, it's going to get worse as okay. you get older. So. Well, that's good that they warned you. It, like, is this the sins for for as you age? Like, is that what's honestly? You hadn't been in a while, though, had you? No, I that hadn't been in a while. That makes it a lot worse. Uh, fair. Uh, although, even when I was going regularly, it was awful. Like, as an adult, it's just totally different. Like, as a kid, it's super fun. You know, they, would you like to watch TV? What kind of tasty fluoride would you like that makes it taste better? Can we give you toys? There's mm -hmm. always like nice pretty pictures and stuff. Then as an adult, you don't get a TV. The room is super sterile. There's no pleasantries at all. They just go to town with a miniature saw in your mouth like, open up, here it comes. Your dentist doesn't have a TV? No. I think my dentist has a TV. Okay, well good. At least you have a TV. The one that's mounted up on the roof? Yeah. There's... There's a section of Reddit called TV Too High, and it's oh. dedicated to people who have mounted their TVs too high. Okay. And someone posted the final boss, and it was the dentist's office. With the, That's with true. The TV on the ceiling. Yeah, they threaten you with a TV that's ready to come down at any time. <laughs> they force you to wear safety goggles, okay? Just 
Have you ever thought of that? They're like, can you put these put these glasses on just to be safe in case a piece of your tooth just comes flying out and almost kills you? I'd never really thought of that. You're wearing like, this safety is gonna be goggles. Bad. You should probably put some put goggles these on. on just in case. So they things can get real out of control here. It's just the stabbing of the gums, right? That's yeah. what's so uncomfortable. Yeah, with but, a mini saw, and then the the sounds, right? The sounds of the uh, drilling through your gums. Did you and have your fillings? Then no, I didn't have any fillings. No, still. I mean, that's even worse, but this was just a regular cleanup and then just whatever. <laughs> it's you know, just a routine checkup. Not to mention, you know the little sucker thing in your mouth? That's just to suck up all your blood, right? Like you realize that, right? That's oh, all I it's doing. I enjoy that thing. Yeah? yeah you spray like it with it. a little water and then you... And away she goes. Yeah, yeah, but then they leave the one permanently in there and you know that that's not just for water. That's for when oh. your gums start bleeding too. And then the safety goggles also for that. So in case you have some blood splashback from your own mouth, doesn't get in your eyes. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> I never thought about the safety glasses. Yeah. But the, but the, extreme. Things are going to get gonna real crazy. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I took the boys to the beach the other day while McKenna was working, and uh, it must have been jacked dad day there because all the dads were shredded. Oh, wow. All of them. And I must not qualify as a jack dad quite yet because I didn't get any sort of invitation or notification that the event was going on. Mm. I just stumbled across it. What day of the week was that? This was this was Sunday. Okay. Jack Dad Day. Jack the Dad beach. Day. Yeah. Good to know. Which beach? <laughs> Even my son Bo, he's seven, he noticed. He was like, he said, lots of guys here have six packs. That's hilarious. And I said, me too? And he said, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, Just to boy, bring you down a yeah, notch there. Thanks, Bo. No. Thanks for your honesty, man. And I mean, he's not wrong. I don't quite have a six pack, but <laughs> make a guy feel good. I guess I'll be cutting back on... Cutting back on beer and increasing my workouts. Yeah, maybe maybe next time you'll get invited. <laughs> Gotta keep working on that, I'll though. keep working so I get that invitation to yeah. Jack Dad Day. Shout out to all the moms and dads putting their fitness in, though, because it gets tougher when you have kids, especially totally. when the kids are really little. Oh, yeah. They're not in school. Uh, it gets It gets tougher. So when you see a mom or dad with a great rig on them, just know that they worked for it. Yep. Yeah, especially a mom. Especially a mom, yeah. After having a child and then getting back to... To peak mom form, that is the most impressive thing yes, ever. Yes, it is yeah. substantially more difficult for a mom, I think, yeah. to get back in crazy good shape after having, like, several children, you yeah. know? So No, I know. When you say yeah. that, you're like, yeah, yeah, you go, girl. And I do know some jacked moms, some pretty fit moms, God bless them. Is there fit mom day at the beach, too, or? Well, I hope I hear about that one. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So I'm sure you've seen the news, but uh, Lisa LaFlemme got let go. Lots of people are talking about this. Yeah, the national CTV news anchor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what, did they say why? No. Uh, they said that they were going a different direction. So they let her go. But I guess she was kind of blindsided by this, and we don't really know much else about it. A lot of people were like, oh, that seems f- fairly abrupt. My guess would be that she made too much money. Yeah. And they think they which, can replace her with someone cheaper. Yeah. Because she would probably be one of, if not the highest paid person in that organization yeah i and i mean that's normally what happens with those decisions with the national anchor she's, yeah she's been with ctv for 30 years so it's quite the uh you know thing to just suddenly wake up and be like ah you're gonna let you go so yeah, a bit weird i don't know if more will come out of that or, or what exactly happened i'm not sure it's and weird like, she didn't get a proper send-off or no. anything she was just gone like, one day lloyd robertson i guess he retired so a little bit different but i mean they gave him like time to do a send-off and again when somebody's with your organization for that long you'd think that you'd 
Yeah. Kind of ruined that. I know there were people online speculating that it, it might have had something to do with her letting her hair go gray. Yeah. Which I hope that wasn't the case. Yeah, that seems ridiculous. Ridiculous, and she looked great. Yeah, right, and like I think she looks. Does it matter what color awesome. her hair is as long as she's doing a good job? With I the certainly news. hope it's like, not that because that is so depressing. Yeah, that like, would be a real bummer. As a woman in you know the media, you're like you, you can't let something like that be the reason you're letting somebody go. Come on. Well, I was joking when you were gone about how if if you go bald, they won't put you on TV. Yeah. Well, they'll let you go bald on TV. Right. They yes. won't. They won't take a bald person and put them on TV. Mm. And if so, well, if you're a woman, you had, I mean, you start getting older and you got to be careful. That's right. right? So yeah. Thing. Anyway, my mother uh, is devastated. As you know, she was a big Lisa Laflamme. She was a big fan. Fan. Uh, she actually fell for one of those online scams because it said that Lisa Laflamme used these very specific skincare regime, <laughs> and my mom was like, "I want to look like Lisa Laflamme," so she purchased <laughs> it, and it was a scam. Anyway. Uh, I figure, I mean, I didn't watch a ton of Lisa LaFlamme myself personally, but we should probably send her off. And Would you like to say a few I words would, about the tenure of Lisa LaFlamme as CTV National News Anchor? Yes. We are gathered here today to remember Lisa LaFlamme, her role as National News Chief Anchor and Senior Editor of CTV's The National. Lisa was National News Chief Anchor and Senior Editor of CTV's The National for 11 years, taking over for Lloyd Robertson back in 2011. She's held that role behind the nightly news desk ever since. As National News Chief Anchor and Senior Editor of CTV's The National, she interviewed many high-profile guests, former Prime Ministers, members of the Royal Family. She was an anchor that many Canadians trusted, and many, many moms like mine own were obsessed with. She did a lot of overseas reporting and stuff, too, didn't she? She totally did yeah. it before she was National News Chief Anchor and Senior Editor of CTV's The National. Alas, CTV decided it was time for a different direction, and I'll be la damned, Lisa Laflamme, is now Lisa Lacan. Oh. Oh, that was bad. Becca, do you have oh. a musical tribute? Yeah, and I don't feel good about this one either. Uh-oh. Um, okay. uh, it's going to sound celebratory. It is not. I okay, hate no. seeing good broadcasters get Me fired. Me too, honestly. Uh, yeah. But it's all I could think of. Lisa, it's your last day. Happy last day, Lisa. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I've noticed that uh, every single daytime TV show now has their own podcast. Have you noticed this? I don't watch daytime TV. No, so. and I always have it on the background, and I'm never really watching, but I've just noticed that at the end of these shows, like, you look up, and Dr. Phil, for example, be like, come check out my podcast after. People's Court <laughs> has a podcast. Judge Judy has a friggin' podcast you can listen to after the show. Wow. Dr. Phil, okay. by the way, has a name for his fan club as well. The Fanatics with a PH. <laughs> the Fanatics. Dr. Phil. Like, come I'm on. I'm Dr. Phil fanatic. Like, are people that devoted to Dr. Phil that they will self-proclaim being fanatics? I don't like to call him Dr. Phil. I like oh to call him God. Mr. Phil because right. he's not a doctor anymore. So, <laughs> Mr. Phil's fans. Fanatics. Like, come on, man. <laughs> his wife has a podcast that he advertises at the end of Dr. Phil. Her like, own podcast? Yes, yes. So his own and then her own. Does everybody have a... Yes, everybody my, and their dog has a podcast. My real estate agent has a podcast. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if the grocery store clerk doesn't have a podcast. You know, you're going to check out. That'll be 170.82. By the way, check out my grocery store podcast. <laughs> I'd listen to the grocery store podcast. Maybe the clerk, ha the clerk has great stories. Actually, you're probably who came right. Through. Actually, that's one who maybe should have a podcast yeah. over Dr. Phil and his wife. What is just because uh, he's his wife? Like, I mean, one of the great, the great thing about podcasting is that it makes broadcasting accessible to everyone. Whereas, so. you know, prior to that, 
I mean, we're sitting in front of a lot of gear. It's true. And it, it's difficult to, yeah. you know, to, to reach people. But it's cool that any, anybody who has something to say can do that. But it is, like, incredibly saturated. Totally. So I remember that I, I heard the stat of how many podcasts there are in the Apple store, like an Apple podcast. And it's, I can't imagine. The last number I heard was, like, 490,000. But I'm sure, and that was years ago, so I'm sure it's over a million. I was like, going to say, it's got to be over a million now. There are more podcasts than people listening to podcasts. Yep. Yep, so it's totally true. And it's such like, um, I don't know what the the word is for it, but if you were to graph it out, like there's a handful of podcasts that have all of the listeners and then everybody else. Yes. Well, let's be, let's, oh yes, be sure to, you know, check out the registry podcast with Rachel. Like <laughs> for when you get your vehicle registered, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be Go a dry one, license. wouldn't it? <laughs> Oh. oh, yes, we have a very intriguing podcast. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We're going camping this coming weekend, and we have rented a trailer to go. Oh, nice. I'm One like, of those camper vans? No, like a trailer, like pull behind oh, the truck. Oh, pull out trailer. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Um, and I'm a, I'm a tent guy. I don't mind sleeping in a tent at all, but mm -hmm. McKenna was like, let's get a trailer for this trip because it's supposed to be hot this weekend, and I think she's almost looking at it, too, as a, like a bit of relief from sleeping in our hot house. Like Fair. This trailer has air conditioning. and Although, it, one thing that I've learned in the mountains, it, it sure cools off at night if you're camping. That's true. We're not going right into the mountains. Oh, but, okay. um, yeah. It will be hot where we are still. Uh, but <laughs> she showed me the trailer, and I was like, you know, it's big enough that the boys can sleep on one end and we can sleep on the other. And I was like, nice. Are we going to get her squeaking? And she's like, no, no absolutely not. Because she said she has nightmares about when she was growing up and her parents would get her squeaking oh, God. In, their in their trailer. Oh, God. And she and her sisters would lay uh, awake at the other no. head, like wide-eyed, not no. sleeping at all. <laughs> you can't get her squeaking when, when the kids are in the trailer and you... Why can't you get her squeaking? Because the whole thing rocks. You don't. You can't let the kid. God. And it's really funny too. Like, oh, that's horrifying. Now her parents have a have a big fifth wheel mm. where like you. I mean, you you don't even really notice if someone is is in the other end or not. But getting her squeaking. Getting her squeaking. But she said when they were growing up, like they didn't start with a big fifth wheel. They started with a very small trailer and no, kind of graduated. So it was a pretty small trailer that they got squeaking back then. As a kid, she, that is the biggest scarring. Thing you could ever like no <laughs> no i was uh, i've never had to deal with that thankfully but i remember like I as guess... a kid just being creeped out when i'd walk by my parents bedroom or whatever and they were like cuddling and stuff Ugh. Like, even well, that getting her squeaking in there getting the bed squeaking no they but... weren't squeak getting it squeaking even but even still it's horrifying like i remember vividly passing and, <laughs> getting the whole trailer squeaking just, come on <laughs> you're not supposed to actually get the thing rocking okay and it's doesn't apply to your kids to not come a knocking when they're in the thing with you. They could sleep in a tent. Oh like, man! I think that's hilarious. I mean, you spend all this money on a trailer, and you don't even get to get her squeaking. What you get her hell? squeaking when the kids aren't around. Okay, <laughs> they're always around. Oh, you've been listening to the BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X ninety two nine Monday through Friday six to ten a.m. Mountain Time at X ninety two nine ca and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have bns and 20 minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use later